This is Entrepreneurs Get Visible, the podcast for people who want more impact, influence, and income. I'm Anna Parker-Naples, and I'll be sharing with you proven methods from leading entrepreneurs that help you get visible as an authority in your field. Because anything's possible when you get visible. Hello. Those of you who listen to the show on a regular basis might have noticed over the summer that there have been some changes. And that's what we're going to be focusing on in today's episode, why it's important to put yourself first, which is very much what I've had to do over the summer. So the major change that has happened to this show is that a few weeks ago, we went for the first time ever from two shows a week to just one episode a week throughout the summer months. Now, I didn't have time to communicate that to my regular listeners. So I am a little bit sorry. And I come at this with a little bit of an apology and feeling a little sheepish and a little bit awkward on the one hand. On the other hand, I recognized that I needed to make a change to the demands I was putting on myself very quickly. Now, often when we record this podcast, often I'm working way in advance. We have many of our guests who've been lined up and we often batch record. And then my solo episodes, I will come in. Sometimes they're repurposed from my lives. Sometimes they're created especially for you in my little recording booth. But over just before the children were breaking up, so I'm recording this now towards the end of the summer. You're listening at the beginning of September, potentially, if you are listening on the week that it is released. Throughout May and June, I had numerous quite challenging family and personal situations, health situations for my wider, close family. And I felt as though I was being buffeted, that I couldn't quite give the attention to the business or to creating content that I normally do. And some of this absolutely was just knocking me for six. Now I'm coming at you now, I'm speaking to you now from a place of having really intensely looked after myself. Things have calmed down. We're not out of hot water completely, but life is a bit more, a lot more stable than it was. And I knew as all of that activity was happening that the podcast had been prepped and batched for some time to come if I didn't have to create solo episodes. So I made a really quick choice. I know right now I have to look after myself and I have to look after my family and I have to minimize anything that is putting extra external pressure on me. And so I looked at what in the business doesn't have to happen. Now, I'm really committed to this podcast and I've been showing up twice a week for you, with you, for almost 20 months now. But something had to give. So I looked at the require, and I knew that I was going to be away. I I was going to not be at home, not be in my usual environment. And that I really needed to focus on my family over the summer, as well as have some holidays and some trips away, which let's face it, I think many of us have needed to get out of our own spaces when we can after the last 18 months that we've all had across the world. So what could go? Now, for me, I write a couple of emails a week, usually. Some are in sales sequences, but usually I have a Thursday email that goes out no matter what, my Thursday thoughts. And actually, I really love writing that email because 
it gives me an opportunity to share a little bit more of who I am without it ever being salesy or me driving you somewhere deliberately. Often I'm just talking about what's happened in my life, my thoughts, things that I've uncovered, and often promoting this show, sharing this show with you, but nothing salesy, nothing where I am consciously driving people towards buy my program or or anything like that. And I, I realized actually those emails can go. I haven't got them batch prepared. They're normally off the cuff. I knew that my social media, a lot of that could be taken care of by my team. Some of the posts might have been less personal than they would usually have been, but that was still taken care of. The funnels are all still working. But for me to show up in July when we had so many things going on, for me to know that I had to show up for numerous episodes across the summer because I hadn't batch recorded enough of the content of my solo episodes was really challenging to me. So the podcast got ditched for a while, not ditched completely. We had enough content to release solo episodes, but I had to put myself first. And having allowed myself that break over the summer, I'm coming back in a completely different headspace. I've got more clarity in my business. I've been able to focus on my family, which was really important during those times. I'm sure we've all had times where, for whatever reason, business has to take a back foot. And actually, I chose to see it as a real blessing that I've created a business where I get to choose. And so on the one hand, whilst I practice and generally preach consistency, I think there are times when you have to allow yourself and potentially forgive yourself for not having that consistency. The net effect of this is that I've ended up with much more clarity in the business. We're actually going to keep this show as a weekly podcast for a while because I think it's going to give us more options for promoting and really give much more value in the episodes that we bring in and connect with here. And just changes it within my business that probably no one's going to notice on the outside, but I know are really different inside. So if you've been in one of those spaces where things haven't been working out for you, I was fairly determined that I was going to share my route to recovery. What I realized as a result of the immense pressure that was happening at home was that my generally positive attitude had kind of been chipped away at over a period of time. And I was noticing that I was waking up and starting my day quite negatively. I was not really wanting to get out of bed. I was drinking a little bit more wine in the evenings, staying up a little bit later and generally just not very motivated. Whilst I would pretend that I was working, I wasn't actually doing a lot in the times when I was attempting to focus. And I knew and I know from past experience that these are warning signs for me that I'm potentially heading towards burnout. For me, burnout, I've experienced a couple of times in my life. It's horrendous and it can last for weeks and weeks and weeks. And there are physical ailments that go along with that. And for me, it often happens after I've looked after everybody else. For me, it doesn't happen in the stress period. It happens a few months down the road once everyone else is okay. And I did not want that to happen to me. So I decided that I would step back into my miracle morning practice. Now, I don't know if you know Hal Elrod's work. I adapt some of what he talks about, but I decided that I was going for a 30-day period to look after myself and put myself first every single morning so that I would have more energy, more clarity, more focus, more space, and be able to cope and be more resilient with what was going on around me. 
So for me, although I adapt what he does, which I'll talk about in a moment, I do try generally to follow the SAVERS acronym, which is silence, affirmations, visualizations, exercise, reading and scribing, which is journaling or writing. I think he wanted a nice S on the end. And I know whenever I step into this practice, things shift for me really quickly. And I went within just two or three days to feeling so much more open and so much more expansive and much more in control of my thoughts. And that was quite an astonishing thing. I started switching that NLP, the Neuro Linguistic Programming Brain, back into gear, which had sort of switched off when I was under stress noticing how often I was being negative. So for example, even just getting out of bed, I would have a kind of melodramatic moment in my head moaning that I had to feed the animals, the cat, the rabbit, the dog. And before I'd even made myself a glass of water or put the kettle on, I'd had 20 or 30 negative thoughts, critical thoughts, complaining thoughts that have about nothing in particular, nothing major but change my energy, bring my energy down. I think it's really important that we notice those things. So when we notice and we bring awareness to that, we then have choices. Now I understand that I'm saying these things and they're impacting my mood. They're impacting the rest of my day. What can I do about it? For me, over the next few days, then it was noticing what are the things I'm enjoying about getting out of bed? What can I choose to think about getting out of bed? How can I feel when my pet's want my attention really early. And so coming from a much more place of love, joy, abundance, happiness, and gratitude. And so after I'd, I'd fed my pets, I would then be, generally I start with exercise and I know that to kickstart this, I need to get the endorphins flowing. During this time of stress, I'd put on a little bit of weight. I was feeling a bit more sluggish. It's all very understandable. So I was then making myself within about five minutes of waking up I was exercising hardcore using some a 20 minute training video following a program which I would then intermittently I would then do some yoga to really stretch out lots of tension I generally carry my tension in my neck and my shoulders particularly in stressful periods so allowing myself that time to really notice what my body's doing did some silent meditations just for five ten minutes uh, I actually tend to use Insight Timer. I use the silent meditations, but they have gongs and bells that you can have as chimes and reminders. Incidentally, I actually have some of my own meditations on Insight Timer. If ever you wanted to go over and find them, I've got a few there that I created a few years ago. So go check those out if you like a guided meditation. And then I wanted to do something that connected me with a more connected part of me, a spiritual part of me. So I was actually using a download by Rebecca Campbell. It's a meditation called Meet Your Spirit Guide. I think that's the, the name of it. That just allowed me to connect again to my purpose, to what's going on for me, to listening to my intuition. And I think we always know the answers. And from that place of a really deep meditative visualization state, I would then go into journaling. And the journaling from that state is always really different for me than when I begin journaling when immediately after I fed the pets, for example, where I'm in that negative mindset. Instead, my writing, my journaling becomes much more expansive. And I see all sorts of possibilities for myself. I created over this period a vision board, the joy that I want to bring into my life, remembering that I can form my thoughts, choose my thoughts, it alter my experience. 
So that was the really fun thing to think about. What am I actually building? How do I want my family life to be? What would be a good expression of success for me? Which was an interesting thing to address because as I've become much more financially successful and I've ticked off many of my major milestones, it's then been thinking about And not just my financial milestones, my achievement milestones, such as writing my book, my first book, my second book, having this podcast, winning awards. I'd begun to think, well, what's next for me? What am I actually doing next? Where am I going? And I think that combined with the increase in my negative thoughts had massive, it massively affected me, affected my focus, affected my confidence to some extent. So I decided that as I was following this 30-day process, I would document it. And if you want, and and most days I did a Facebook Live after I had completed whatever my practice was, whether it was immediately afterwards or whether it was later on once I was dressed and washed and ready for the day. And you can see in watching those videos how easily and quickly I could change things for myself by having self-care, exercise, endorphins, focus, clarity, some form of connection. And one of the reasons that I wanted to share that journey is because we can talk about mindset, we can talk about NLP tools, we can talk about choosing how you think. And coming from that expert space as a master of neuro-linguistic programming, I often feel that we're trying to it can sometimes be a bit preachy that you're getting things wrong if you're not thinking well. And I think mindset work is never a done deal. You always have to go back to it. There's always further healing. There's always further limiting beliefs that crop up. Old habits that we maybe shift can come back for us. And that's certainly true of me when I have a lot of personal pressure at home. So if you want to go watch those videos on my Facebook page uh, or even on my Instagram, go find them. You'll be able to find them in my IGTV section or in my video section on my Facebook page. And I know that they inspired a lot of people, lots of people reaching out to say, actually, I hadn't noticed how much I was moaning. I hadn't noticed how much I was resenting getting out of bed. I'd lost my way a little bit in my business and this helped me refind it. So powerful stuff. But I also want to just share with you how important I think it is to put yourself first. Because when you do that, there is more to give to others around you. And I wanted to share that journey with others because it's so easy to think everyone else has got it sorted and it isn't always true. Or those of us who I often feel like I've got a lot of my life sorted, but what happens when I don't? And how do you crawl back up from out under the duvet back into the better version of yourself? So I hope that that's been useful for me to share some of that with you today. And before we wrap up today, I want to let you know that I am hosting my Raise Your Profile, Raise Your Prices challenge. This is the second time I've run this challenge. It was hugely popular last time we did it. It's a three-day challenge with not just tasks, but some evening trainings as well. So three mini masterclasses that will be happening in the evening. We always create an incredible community. The challenge itself gets people looking at why they want to have a profile, what impact they want to have in the world. And I think this time of year, when everyone's starting to go back, you know, kids are going back to school, certainly my children are, and there's that new feeling as we go into the autumn, new decisions after a 
the summer period, new decisions about how you're going to show up, I think you'll find it really useful. So I'd love to invite you along to that. You can sign up at annapn.co forward slash raise, R-A-I-S-E. We get started on the 13th of September. I cannot wait. This is one of the most important parts of my work. So I'm excited to see you there. Thank you for listening to Entrepreneurs Get Visible. To get your free checklist on how to raise your profile and to find out about our community, go to annaparkernaples.co.uk forward slash get visible.